0: bye Ayampara, um, Ay, um, para he must know. Say, say. Oh, no, no, Now you. You can do that accept him in your heart. would
1: <laughs>
0: see Take it again. It's for someone. Oh. <speaking in Spanish> so. be a muslim oh be you are a medra. oh be a
1: biara
0: obesi divu waira amenah akwa akoma ye wra habaka We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. And you, you're my man. When I, when I when you're No matter
2: Shalom, shalom, shalom. Shalom, good morning people of God. Thank you Holy Spirit. Shalom church. Thank you Holy Spirit. Um how are we all doing? thank you Jesus glorious father we thank you we thank you for your spirit and we thank you for your grace we ask that you glorify yourself we ask that this morning you cause us to see you and know you more and more in Jesus mighty name amen the Lord bless everybody I would like everyone to share the link just share the link. invite somebody let's come around for a glorious service please let's share, let's share the link 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 beautiful 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 let's share the link let's share the link thank you mighty Father thank you Abba debona the Lord bless everybody please how are we all doing how are we all doing my God my God that's beautiful that's beautiful that's beautiful by the grace of God myself and my family we are all doing perfectly well this morning The Lord has shown us favor and the Lord has shown us his mercy. God bless you for coming. Please share the link with all your families, your beloved, your ex, your rashes, your crashes. Share the link to everybody. Let the person come alive and let's have a glorious time in the presence of the Lord. I believe this morning the Lord has a charge for our soul. And I believe that as we enter into the moment of prayer, God is about to descend in his power and his glory. And he's about to see us through concerning the things of our life. In the name of Jesus. My God. Quickly, in the next three minutes, I would like to use it to thank. Everybody for coming around, Ebunadele, God bless you. Roberta, God bless you. Ajua. the Lord bless you. Oh Mary, this one is not Overa, oh but this one is. Oh Mary, the Lord bless you. Mommy Yunus, Asempa. the Lord bless you. Nyamira Seda, the Lord bless you. Favorite Remy, the Lord bless you. Nana the Lord bless you. Echo i see it do god bless you sir god bless you so much vidas the lord bless you god's own glory the lord bless you Baby. the lord bless you louisa the lord bless you sorry. okay Louisa, God bless you. Grace House, the Lord bless you. Misha, God bless you. Uh, Dinah Quay, that is my own sister's name. The Lord bless you. And the Lord favor. Genius, the Lord bless. Eva, God bless everybody. And may God favor you. I still, I believe you enjoyed your night. Yeah, I believe you enjoyed your night. Mm yeah yes that is i believe so much that you enjoyed your night and prince Kwashi, god bless you healthy the lord bless you oh oh i'll pray for you very soon the lord is about to end a certain case that existed long ago in your family you are about to be elevated who said your was this is beautiful i will dive deeper into this prophetic word and i'll i'll pray for you. you you are a great man sir you are a great man god is about to elevate you more and increase his glory even upon you god bless you so much in fact i love everybody and i salute everybody Heady, god bless you Emilia Aka. God bless you. God bless you so much. Hey, God bless you. God bless you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. We thank you, mighty Father. We ask, oh Lord, that your name will be glorified. We ask that you do that which you can do the best. And Father, take all the glory. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. 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 Before I start, I want to pray for everybody under the sound of my voice. I want to decree and declare by the anointing of the Lord. Every good prophecy you carry, you shall manifest it before you die every destiny that you came to this earth with you shall manifest that destiny before you die i decree and declare that every destiny god has given to you you shall manifest that destiny before you die every gift every talent every wealth every 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 knowledge every businesses everything that God has given unto you I decree and declare by the power of the Spirit may the Lord cause you to fulfill and walk in which that he has promised even concerning your life in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus I have an interesting word to give to you and to share with you I have an interesting word to give to you and to share with you and I believe that it will be of great blessing to almost everyone and with this word I want you to take away your religiosity out of it and listen carefully to what the Word of God actually says and let's see even what god is trying to communicate this morning unto us am i talking to you in genesis chapter 7 the verse one let's see something here in the bible everybody let's go to genesis chapter seven the verse one let's see something and the Lord said unto Noah come with all your household into the ark for I have seen you to be righteous upright in right standing before me in this generation in this generation it's okay it's okay this is beautiful this is beautiful oh i love god genesis chapter 2 the verse one and two genesis chapter 2 the verse one and two let's quickly go with that scripture as well And then I will combine all of them. Then I will now explain everything by the grace of God. Mm. Now let's read the Bible. It said, Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day, God ended his work which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. From what? I want everybody to read it with me. The verse 2. And on the seventh day, God ended his work. Mpacho, am I the one? Who, I, I think I understand English a little. But probably I, I don't actually understand English well. Because uh, my English madam died when I was in class 4. So, I couldn't learn English again. She was the only one who could teach me English to understand. And when she died, no English was nice to me again. So, let's read it together. (laughs) I was sorry. Let's read it together. And let's all understand word to word. Am I talking to you? Because what I'm about to teach you is very deep that if you, if you are not careful this morning, you might use religiosity to miss the very miracle God wants to give to you. Am I talking to you now? If you are not careful, you will use religiosity to miss the very miracle God wants to give to you. Let's all read the verse 2 together the verse 2 says that on the seventh day god finished all his work i want you to underline certain words all means (laughs) what the first word i want everybody to understand all means what everything is it not true all means all (laughs) all means everything It means that everything God wanted to create. On the seventh day, he, according to the word of the Lord, the Bible said, he rested from everything he created. On the seventh day, he rested from all his work. All his work. All his work. Not some of his work. Can I ask a simple question? Per this scripture, I want to ask the people of God is God still working or God has stopped working (laughs) somebody says still working really okay somebody also says God never stops working he's still working he's still working Okay, he's still working though. So now, if God is still working, what is God working now? That is what I want to know. <laughs> I don't know. That is why I made us to read scripture. That is why today, if, if we are not careful, religiosity will let us miss the very message God wants to. <laughs> I'm asking a simple question. In the book of Genesis chapter 2, the verse 1 and 2, we've understood that God had finished all his work. Is it not true? Right? Okay. And I'm asking, per this scripture, what do you think? Is God still working or God has stopped working? That's beautiful answers I'm having. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yao Echo says, he's working miracles. Somebody says, um, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Uh, Afeka Zoe says, God has stopped working. Um, Louisa says, finish all, so he finished working. Uh Someone also said, he's still working. Ebonadel also said, he's still working. Bro Charles also said, still working. Maisha also said, God never stops working. Peter Wells is still working. What do you think? The spirit effect is saying God is still working. Is it not true? Now, From Genesis chapter 1 even to the chapter 2 a little. We could see that the activities that were going on in creation there was nothing like a man instrument that was involved in any of the creation. Do you know that? Is it? Is it that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you could see, you could see that in Genesis chapter 1 through up to chapter 2, even up to chapter 7, we could see that God was the one doing every work in the Bible. There was nothing like a man involved in it. Is it not true? I'm about to teach something very deep, but I want to take it from the top to the bottom. Now, there was nothing like a man involved in the creation of God. But from Genesis chapter 2, even from the verse 7 downwards, we saw that God now started to make somebody call man out of the dust. But before he made man, he has already made a proclamation that he has finished everything. Is it not true? Am I, am I, am I get, am I, I don't know whether you are getting what I'm trying to say now. Before he created man, okay, let's read further. Genesis chapter 2 verse 1, let's read up to verse 7, quickly, let's go, let's go, Genesis chapter 2 verse 1, today I want to do a lot of scriptures, because when you talk more without bringing the actual scripture, people might think you are saying things out of your mind, or you are saying things that is out of context, is it not true? So I want everybody to bring your own form of scripture, and let's all read it together, Is that clear? Okay, so let's flow, I beg. Let's flow. Can somebody give it to me? Okay. Mm -hmm. Prophet Kinsley, God bless you. Um, He said, thus, the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. How many of his work? Oh, I'm asking. How many of his work? All. Is it not true? The word all means everything. It means that if we say you have completed everything, that means there is no, there is nothing you can do again. Is it not true? Huh? Yes, I want us to understand scripture. So, if we say that God has completed everything, it means that God has nothing to do again. So according to that Bible, in the verse 2, we realize that the Bible said, and God rested. It means that he has decided to rest. Meaning in all the beginning stages, he was not resting. He was working throughout. But he got to a point in one of the scriptures in the Genesis 2-2, he said to us that now he wants to rest because he has finished everything. Everything means everything. What can we mention? Some of the things of God, miracles are part of the things of God. Is it not true? Blessings are part of the things of God, the anointing is part of the things of God, money is part of the thing. Can you mention some for me? Peace is part of the things of God can we mention some joy is part of the things oh, uh, oh yes yes favor is part of the things that God worked out for us okay so if the Bible salvation childbirth everything is it not true now if the Bible said that God has finished resting or God finishes task and God rested from his work. It means that everything that is installed in God was being prepared and he rested. And Tissa, is it like that or it's not like that? <laughs> so it means that everything we can mention in God was finished in that day. Or do you think it was not finished in that day? I'm asking a simple question. So everything we can mention, it can come across our mind. We believe so much that it was all part of the works he made. We, we, we believe so much that it was all part of the works he made. And he rested. So I'm asking again, is God resting or God is still working? i'm asking again no no no, i don't no so is god working or resting that is what i want to know someone say he's resting others are saying he's working oh that's beautiful yes what do you think is god resting or god is working Someone said, "God is working. God is working. That's beautiful." So today we have a very interesting studies this morning. Are, are you ready to, to 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 now learn? Can we all learn together? Someone said he's he he he's watching over his creation. Others are saying he's still working. Now beautiful. Let's let's continue the reading. The verse three. Let's start from the verse three. Let's continue the reading. So now we've realized that God have rested. Hmm. Mm-hmm. yay let's continue okay then god blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it he had rested from all his work which he had created and made have you now seen that there is a great statement here which i want everybody to take look of the Bible said that God had rested from all his work which he had created and made. So there are things God created and there were things God made. Please. I won't... That is what, you, you people, you understand English. Me, I don't understand English. There is a difference between creating and making. Creating actually is a mental thing is it not true creating is a mental thing before you can do something you need to first create it even in your mind is it not true Church, talk to me talk to me today I'm not rushing to any place who so talk to me talk to me okay now let me ask a simple question what is the difference between creation and making What is the difference between creating and making? Is there any difference? If yes, what then is the difference? Talk to me. Is there any difference? If yes, what then is the difference? If God has rested from all that he created and made... I'm not the one quoting the scripture. You are the, you are the same people giving me Bible. Is it not true? Me, me, kind Bible. I've, I've not read from any of my Bible. I'm just reading what you people are sending to me now. We, it means that in the creation story of God, we have now seen that there are things God created and there are things he made. somebody said we create with our hands but okay we make with our hands but we create with our mind what do you also think but let's 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 let's, let's learn something i'm about to i wanted to preach it but i want to calm down <laughs> yes girl I, I i want to calm down and really allow everybody to you know participate in what we are learning mm-hmm. Let's go. So we know, we, we know that making is out of creation. But the truth of the matter is that it's not the same. Is it not true? And that's why I want the difference. Creating means he has already made. So it is basically the same meaning. Is it true? Is it true? Is it true? What you are saying, are you, do you think it's true? Okay, make is when someone combines some items together without any creativity. Are you sure? He said creation is made to perfection, and entails a lot of effort. Mm, this is beautiful. I'm getting interesting things. Okay, so we uh, we have gotten a, 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 Maria Webster here. Okay, create and make both refer to the production of something, but. Make refers to combination, combining some items together without any creativity. Whereas create is when someone brings something into existence. I like that one. It's a something unique that has been produced for the first time. So the difference is both of these words are used when we want to show that something is produced create shows this shows that something is brought into existence it is unique because there is creativity behind it it is the first of its kind, is it not what what he's saying I, I i don't know whether you get it i don't know whether you get what he's trying to say so he's trying to tell us that the word create is actually bringing something in its uniqueness something which we've never seen into existence And making is putting together items in order to do something. That is what he is trying to interpret to us. So we can now see that even in the creations of God, there are things that God brought which was not already existing. It means that if God created and there are some certain things he made, it means that there are things that he created that was not in earthly existence. By when he created it, it, he infused that thing on this earth. Some of them, I don't know whether it was stated in the Bible or not. But if we are supposed to read everything in the Bible, it means that the truth of the matter is that most of the things that we were stated that God made on this earth or in the Bible, most of them was, were actually things he made, not things he created. The only thing we can realize that he, he created and made was man. Because in Genesis chapter 1, the verse 26, God said, let us make man in our own image and after our likeness. This is an idea he was bringing out onto a group of people. And they made suggestions in Genesis chapter 2, that is where we are reading. When we get to seven, we will see that the man they created, they now made the man out of the dust of the flesh. I I, I don't know whether you am I am I here? Oh, oh. are you are you, are you guys here uh-huh mm-hmm. okay now beautiful beautiful okay uh, you know so i'm i'm very calm let's let's continue we, we are now in verse f- in verse four let's go verse four let's read on let's go please verse four where are my bible people verse four verse five and verse six let's go I want to be very fast so that, okay. So this is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and when the Lord made the earth and the heavens, now, verse five, now no shrub had yet appeared on the earth. I want you to understand now. Now, no straw had yet appeared on earth and no plant had yet strapped up. For the Lord had not sent rain on the earth, and there was no one to work on the ground. That statement, let's all read it together. The verse 5. Look at the verse 5, please. When no plant of the field was yet in the earth. Ah, I'm confused here didn't the bible say god has finished creating everything didn't the bible tell us that god has finished everything and he rested didn't the bible made us understand that god has already made certain things and he has created certain things and now, uh, please i'm i'm talking to us is it not what the bible already told us okay When we read further, we found out that there was something that was supposed to be on the earth, which was not there. Am I talking to you? When we got to the verse 5, we have now found out that there was something which was supposed to be on the earth, which is not there. It said, number one, there was supposed to be plants on the field. There was supposed to be herb of the field. And these things were not there because, number one, there was no rain. Mm -hmm. So it means that all this while God has said to us that he has finished, yet he was not yet finished. All this while, God told us initially, according to his word, that he has finished But there was something on the earth which was needed that he was not yet done. He has not yet done it. And and hmm? He has told... Oh, 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 church. Talk to me. You make me feel bored here. I'm talking to you. You have to respond back to me. Is it not God who already told us he has finished? But when we go to the verse 5... We realized that there were certain things on the land which was supposed to be in existence. But that thing was not there. He talked about the plants. He talked about grasses. He talked about sprouts. He talks about herbs. It was supposed to be on this earth, but it was not there. Why? Number one, because he had not sent rain on earth. I thought the rain could have done the job. Is it not true? Hmm? Okay. Uh-huh. So, we are, I'm, I'm now drawing a certain understanding here. We, now, we have seen that if the herbs or the grasses or whatever we he was talking about, if it can come on earth, there must be an a, a certain item which is supposed to be added onto the earth for that plant to grow. And the Bible said, that particular thing was called rain. And I thought that rain could have done the job. Is it not true? I thought rain could have done the job. And he added, there was no man. He said there was no, was there anyone around to work on the ground? Church, did you see that? I thought the rain could handle the issue. But he's trying to tell us, even aside the rain falling, they still need a certain person called somebody in that same land. Although I said I have finished, but the land which I said I have finished, I still need somebody in that land in order to work on that land. Because if the person does not work on that land, it will not grow. I wish wish somebody would get what I'm trying to say. Although I am the Lord, I've said that I have finished everything. I have finished both the creation and I've finished both the making. I have finished both the creating and I've finished both the making. But still, there was something that was lacking on this earth. And that thing was herbs. That thing was filled like grasses. It means that after God's telling us he has finished, grass was not on the earth. And he told us, before the grass can grow, he needs two personalities to be involved in the growing of the grass. Number one, he needs rain. Number two, he needs somebody. Oh, Can I say this? Can I say this? Does it mean, does it mean the work of God actually cannot be complete without somebody? I'm asking a simple question. Hmm. (laughs) I'm, I'm asking, I'm asking now. Can we now suggest and say that now the work of God can never be complete without somebody involved in that work. Can we now conclude by saying that? Please, do you all agree that? Huh? Please, do you all agree to that? Okay, that's beautiful. Now, Looks like some people, the religiosity is now popping up. Take your time. Take your time. And a Bible, no I'm not just a, a man of God who, who preaches and prophesy. I, I also teach. That is why I've taken my time to teach what I'm teaching this morning. Take my take your time. You will get what I'm trying to say. Now, now, by the explanation we have read out of God's word, we have all drawn into a conclusion that. Aside God telling us he has finished everything, God still needed two personalities to fulfill his work. And the first personality is called Ray. The second personality is called somebody. That somebody we don't know. So now we want to find out who is that somebody God was referring to. Anna. Can we read further now? Can we we go now? Oh, talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Can we now move further? Oh, Le Okay, let's go to the verse 6. Let's go. Let's go. The verse 6. Please, hurry up. But streams came up from the earth and watered the whole surface of the earth. Did you hear that? it not that same God that told us that he needed rain? Right? And the rain actually stands for water. Is it not true? Right? Okay. He needed rain to make the, 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 the grass to grow. But this time around, we never saw any rain falling. The next verse told us that water came out of the ground. This is beautiful. (laughs) We never saw any rain anywhere. It means that the rain God actually wanted was already embedded in his creation. And the rain could have been found in the earth. So... If I'm supposed to create another rain, there is no need for me to create another rain. I've already created rain inside the earth. When I talk about rain, think about water. Anytime I'm talking about rain, think about water now. God is now saying that I said that I wanted two personalities to take care of the earth. Number one, it is called rain. Number two is called somebody. Ah. Number one is called rain. Number two is called somebody. After the rain, when we talk about rain, the rain stands for water. Is it not true? Huh? Huh? Okay. Rain stands for water. And then, if God is now talking to us, and God is saying that, these are the two things I need to take care of the land I have created. And which I've already said previously in that same verse, that I am the Lord. I said that I have finished creating everything. It means that if God have said that he has finished creating everything, it means that he has already finished creating water as well. And I Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking to you now. He has finished creating water already. But where was the water formed? Oh, no, no. If he has finished creating the water, where was the water? Per the verse 6, we have now realized that some of the water was under the ground. So if God is saying that he has finished creating everything and he wants rain, should he open the heavens and pour a new rain? If no, then what must he do? He should visit the creati- the, the the creation he had made. He has Im- embedded something under the earth. It is called water. So if I need rain, there's no need for me to open the heavens again. The only thing I need to do is now command the ground to open and water the, the ground for me. And the ground opened its mouth and the Bible said that water gushed out and watered the land. Now we have seen the first instrument, water. We have seen that God now invoked the, the, the help of water to water the earth. It means that now grass can grow. Is it not true? Now, let's see. Who is the next person God said he needed somebody? Look at the verse 7. And the Lord God formed a man. Did you hear that? And the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils... And the breath of life. And the man became a living soul. Did you hear that? So it means that the two agents that God needed to fulfill this act. The two agents God needed to complete his creation was water and who? Oh, talk to me. Was water and who? A man. Okay. Can I can I can I make a suggestion and see whether you can agree to my suggestion? Can we then conclude that the completeness of every creation of God can be seen in a man? Ah. Are you are you, enjoy, are you understanding the word of the Lord? Can we now come to a conclusion by saying then? It means that if God must complete everything, he can only complete it through one person. And that individual is an agent of change for the Lord. He is called man. Can I also make a suggestion? also make a suggestion by saying then does it also mean that the very things that god said he has finished creating and he said that even if i want to create anything again on this earth there are two agents of change i need i need water and i need a man can i make a conclusion by also saying That God can indeed rest of his creation, but man should continue his creation for him. (laughs) Yay. Yay. Uh, It's a suggestion now. It's a suggestion I'm making. Let me see whether you agree to that. (laughs) Oh Gradino Lamaholas. You agree? Do you agree to that? Let, let, let me see. If you agreed, just, just be frank. Are you sure? Are you sure? Okay. No, talk to me. Talk to me. I, I want, I want, you know, today I want to shake a certain kind of religious mindset a little. Okay? I want to break certain theologies and establish a certain new theology within you. Am I, am I, am I, I, can I now, can can I come down and teach this? Okay. Now. So, I'm, we've now come to a conclusion, all of us, I know some of us still don't, don't understand what I just said. You don't still believe it. But, can we all come to a conclusion by saying that the very agent that God needs to complete his creation is man? Can we all understand that? Do we all get it like that? Bachelor. Bachelor. Please, the word man is not called Adam. Church. I know, I know we are Bible students here. But when you hear the word man, it is not called Adam. Man is not Adam. When you hear the word man, it is not Adam. Oh. Okay. This is how we make. When the Chelsea Bible. And yes, Genesis chapter 5. Genesis chapter 5. We want to see the word what is the the meaning of the word man in that context. Genesis chapter 5, the verse 1 and 2. Oh quickly la, quickly. Genesis chapter 5. Look at this. Is it this is the book, the written record. Oh, which which of them am I reading? I said this is the written account of Adam's family line. Now, everybody look. Okay. This is the history of the descendant of Adam. Is it not true? When God created people, I don't like the word people. I want the word man. I want the word. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's go when God created mankind him oh, oh, which of them please if we are all bringing it, it is good but when it keeps coming plenty uh, uh, like I I get confused, I don't know which of them I'm reading okay this is the book of the written record the history of the generation of the offsprings of Adam When God created man, have you seen the word man there? That is Brochal's version. I'm talking about Brochal's version. When God created man, he made him in his likeness of God. He made him in the likeness of God. Is it true? The verse 2. If he made him in the likeness of God, how did he make him? In the verse 2. Let's go. Brothers, I want your own version. Verse 2. I said one and two. Oh. He created them male and female. He created them male and female and blessed them and named them both what? No, 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 but Bible. Bible near Kaino. Into bracket, what? Into bracket, what? Man. Is it not true? It means that when God in the garden, when He said He created man, He didn't create only Adam. He created both Adam and Eve in one person called man. Is it not? The, I'm not the one paraphrasing you. Know? This is the bible like i told you to read so in the olden days whenever god was calling the people and he called them adam adam was not referring to one human being if god called them man man if he said where is the man i created the man was working as a one individual but god created them too So anytime God referred and called them man, he was both referring to both the male and the female. So anytime God called them man, he was both referring to the the, the male and the female because it was not God that gave Eve that name. It wasn't God that gave Eve that name. If everything I have to prove it by scripture, then we might not complete the message. That one, should I prove it by scripture? It wasn't God that gave Eve the name Eve. It was Adam that gave the name Eve to Eve. So, if God was calling Adam or man, God was not calling only man. God was calling both the man and the female. Both the male and the female. This is what the Bible is saying. And I feel they work a Bible. Let's go back to where we were. Now, do you understand scriptures now? Uh So don't ever think that women are inferior when it comes to the creation of God. It is never true. The very day God created man, he created them both male and female, but they were all embedded in one. So anytime God called Adam, it was not only man that responded, both man and female, they all responded together. But when God looked at the work and saw that the work was so tedious, he realized that there was somebody in man that he needed to separate so that the person can be of great help unto that man. Listen to me. And the Bible said he allowed the man to sleep and he took a rape and formed that very woman who was in her and brought it out and brought the woman to Adam. As soon as Adam saw the woman, Adam said, this is now the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh. Adam is trying to give us a revelation. This was the woman I was talking to within me. This was the same woman we were conversing within me. Uh And they now brought them. Oh, God. They now came before God. And now Adam named the woman which God has brought to her. He named her Eve. Am I talking to somebody now? Then he named the woman Eve. and that one too should I go to to the scriptures uh, when religiosity is at work you suffer when you are preaching genesis 223 genesis 223 Genesis 2, 23. Okay. And Adam said, this is now the bone of my bones and the flesh of my flesh. And she she called, she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. She shall be called who? Woman. Hmm? She shall be called woman. Who gave the name? Was it God or Adam? Adam. Okay, now. I want to now now ask a simple question. So, if God needs a man to complete his creation, does it mean there are certain things god can do but will not do unless a man does it on his behalf no no no, no, no. i want i want you know, i want everybody to understand the concept and building this is not the actual message but this is the introduction of what i wanted to preach The Holy Ghost told me that if you don't start it well, a lot of people will get confused. And they will think you are preaching heresies. That is why I've started like this. Can we now draw into a conclusion? Because we've now understood that man is the actual completion of God's creation. Do you understand that? We now go to a point that we now understand that if God wants to complete anything he, he has created, he needs a man to complete that thing for him. It means that God has the power to do it because, because he has already declared himself that he is resting. Does it mean that if he wants to do something, does he have to start working again or he has to introduce a man to do it on his behalf? And I'm Oh <laughs> uh, am, am I you, you you are making me feel offended. I asked a question, but you, answer me. Because no, we've understood per the scriptures and per the explanation that God has given us this morning. We have understood huh, that when it comes to creation, huh? God has completed his creation in a man. That one you already understand that. And I'm asking a simple question Does it also mean that if God wants to do something on this earth, huh, and he has already declared upon himself that he is resting, can we now suggest and say? Then if man is the completion of his creation, then man will be in place to do the work he does not want to do, which he can do. It means that God has the ability to do it. But God will not do it because he has legislated that power onto an individual called man. And that man is the very medium to exhibit the very principle and plans of God on this earth. It means that if God has to do any new work on this earth, who is God using? Himself or man? So let me go back and ask the first question I asked when we started. The question Is God still working or man is the one working? I'm asking a simple question it's just a simple question i'm asking just answer me no no because some of you you are making me feel as if i'm i'm side, i'm sidelining god from this his work no no i'm not sidelining god i just want you to understand something before i draw the conclusion i want to draw this um, what i'm teaching now is just an introduction I'm just asking a simple question. Is God working or man working? The man working is the man working for God. That is what I'm trying to say. Is it God working or man working for God? You are not answering the question I asked. Is it God working or man working for God? Okay, so now, can we all now come to a conclusion that now the creation continual process of God is being activated or is being finalized by a man? Can we now say that? If God wants to continue his creation on earth and whatever he wanted to do, it means that it is an individual that can do it called man. Is it not true? de say de say no no I, I, do you all now agree to what that that concept now do you all now agree that's very important that's beautiful please clap your hands for yourself clap your hands for yourself this is this is a very powerful <laughs> introduction so now can I tell you now okay If God wants to perform a miracle in a man. What agent do you think God will use to perform that miracle? Now, do you understand a man? Okay. So, if a man somebody said an angel
1: <laughs>
2: yes i i understand you say angels are also part of the 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 the, um, the agent to fulfill god's assignment okay Uh, but we've not gotten to that place i said what i'm teaching now is just the introduction i've not even gone to what i want to teach it's just the introduction (laughs) i'm i'm I'm, I'm trying to give now so now do you think that if god wants to give a baby to a woman which of the agents of change will you, you use Will you use man? Okay. So if we concluded on the first part before I started asking these questions, that man is now working for God to complete his creation. No, no, no. If we all agree that man is an agent working for God to complete his creation, does it also mean Or can we also mean that? Or can we also say that? I'm asking. Can we also say that? Every other thing that God wants to do, which we know he can do, but will not do because that very assignment is not his assignment again. He has given it to a man to do. So, I'm asking. If you are sick right now, and somebody prays for you and you get healed was it god or the man who did it for god no 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 no. Don't, don't don't change the question don't change the answer That is why I'm trying to bring the, the, the thin line of religiosity and what I'm teaching. The man did it for God. If you say God, if you say God did it, it means that it was not the man who did the thing. It was actually God who came down and did it for you. That is what I'm trying to bring your mindset. So one of the things I want you to understand, that man... That is an agent of God. Do you understand the word ambassador? No. Do you understand the word an ambassador? I want to ask, is an ambassador a president? He acts on the behalf of the president. He is just an agent. Is it not true? he's just an agent who is acting on behalf of the president so there are certain things the ambassador or the agent will do in the name of the president and the thing will work for the glory of the president but it was not the president who did it but the ambassador or the agent did it in the name of the president and it worked <laughs> oh, my God. This is like how. This is where religiosity has killed us. Wait. Do you know what I wanted to teach? Unim, <laughs> Unim religiosity has killed us. Do you know what I wanted to teach now? I wanted to tell you that everything you wanted to succeed or you need to manifest your destiny, your glory, God has already prepared all of them in you. All the gifts, the talent, the blessings, the miracles, the assignment, your ministry, the prophetic grace, the apostolic grace, the teaching blessing, everything is installed in you. Now, it is you as a man to identify what you have and start using it to glorify the father who kept it in you. No, no, this is where religiosity has killed the body of Christ. And as I'm talking about man, man, people are thinking I'm preaching heresies because I'm preaching blasphemy. I'm trying to sideline God out of everything. What I'm trying to tell you now is that if if man is an agent of God, which means that whatever God wants to do, he has given the power to a man. That is what I'm trying to teach now. That is what I'm trying to. And the introduction, you can are confuse me. Whatever God wants to do, He has given that power unto an individual called man to be on this earth and do that assignment He wanted to do on this earth. That one too, you don't believe it. That one too, you don't still believe it, right? Mm. That one too, you don't still believe it, right? Uh And this is the reason why. When we say man, when we say man, how do you call it? No, 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 no. When we say man, how do you call a man? Who is a man? Genesis 2, 7. Genesis 2 7. Let me teach you who a man is. Let me teach you who you are. Because that is not what I'm teaching? You are not getting it. Let's no, let's now find the definition of man in Genesis 2.7. Let's now find the definition of man in Genesis 2, 7. Okay. The Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground. Number one. We have seen man is formed from where? Dust. No, no. Can you all see what I'm seeing? We have now seen number one. Man is formed out of what? Dust. Okay. Huh? Okay. And breathe into his nostrils the breath of life. He breathed into the nostrils of that dust the breath of life. When we talk about the breath of life, can I ask you a simple? Everybody do a certain breathe in and a strong breathe out something for me right now. No, just take a deep breath and release it very hardly and let me know are you done are you done are you done okay now you 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 breathed okay where did the brief the breath come from where did the breath come from I know your nostrils so you I know from your nostrils where did it come from through your nostrils in your lungs it means I just want you to know in you Uh, in you is it not true is it not true it means that eh, as i breathe on the thing whatever is inside me is what i've brought out is it not true now Uh, i don't know whether you get it now whatever was inside me is what i've just brought out so if i'm having any sickness and i breathe like that on somebody the person will be affected of that same sickness if I have something which is negative and I breathe it like that, it will affect the same person I breathed on. Can I now draw a conclusion? If now God breathed on a, a mortal dust, and the Bible said that the mortal dust became a living soul. It means that the soul that is living in that mortal dust is not the soul of the dust. It's the soul of the one who breathed. I wish you get what I just said. Who is confused who is confused to be sincere who is confused about what i just said like you are confused of what i just said <laughs> please i want to know afiba exactly so now, the very clay you are seeing on this earth, that is walking called man. It's not actually a clay. It's the extension of God breathed on a clay. So you you are walking on this earth known as a fiba. You are not a fiber. You are the extension of God in a lady's form, walking on a... This is where religiosity have killed the very potential God has given us. And we don't know that you as you are walking like that, you are not brother Charles. You are like God walking on this earth. You are you, you, you are an extension of God. God extended himself onto a clay which is called you. God extended himself into a clay called you. So who is man? Man is God in a dust. Who is Dave? Dave is God in a dust. Who is Grace Abounds? Grace Abounds is God in a dust. That means God deciding to come and live in a dust. Call a body. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) so now when I tell you that if God is not the one doing and it is man doing, how do you think that I'm doing blasphemy? I'm not doing blasphemy. What I'm trying to teach now is that all the deposit of God that was in him. He had breathed it in you. So what he was supposed to do on this earth, he is not doing. You are the one who is in charge to do it for him. (laughs) Munto vina monanas. I So now. Oh, do you know the reason why we are dying? We are suffering and we are going through hell is because The devil has so made us feel so immortal that we think that this mortal cannot do anything to fulfill the assignment of God. That is the agenda of God, the devil, ignorance. And this ignorance is what is killing us. (laughs) In Tisamika, Pastor Chris, assobiadia. Somebody will call me and tell me, Papa, you are blaspheming. Pastor Chris cannot heal anybody. It is God that healed the man through Pastor Chris. That is where you, you, you've made me understand that you don't even understand who you are. <laughs> So, your greatest problem in this life, the ignorance have made you felt like you are a clay. And how the ignorance came, it came through the falling state of a man. And no. Auntie, there are some men of God that preaches and say, For all have sin and fall short of the glory of God. But it means that. It means that whatever was in us that was like a godlike nature in us. When men fell, it all left us. Who told you? Then why is it that Christ came to die? Uh Why is it that Christ came to die? Why? What was the salvation he came to die for? To restore that nature back unto us. That very nature we think we've lost. Christ came to die to restore that nature unto us heavens are when they are in heaven they are looking at you and they are confused how can this god be fornicating like that there is no push edge that you say stop hey then something is wrong no no this, this person has lost the nature that's not the nature of us we are not like that By this wisdom, I'm about to raise a certain group of people. That is about to put the devil back to where he belongs. I know the devil will not like what I'm doing. The devil right now is not happy with what I'm doing right now. Right now, do you know what? I'm brainwashing that concept, that, that ideologies which has kept you like a mortal person. And I'm breaking it from you. Do you know one day Paul was teaching? And when Paul was teaching, do you know what Paul said? Paul said that we are not of the first Adam. We are now of the second Adam. The first Adam was made of clay. The second Adam was made of the spirit. If now we are of the second Adam, it means that now we are not clay. We are spirit beings. Imagine a spirit going to a hospital. Okay, Psalm, Psalm 82, the verse 6 and 7. The Bible said, We are gods and the children of the Most High God. Have you seen it now? I said, You are gods. You are of the sons. You are all of the sons of the Most High. But you would die like mere mortals. You will fall like every other ruler. Why? Because you are ignorant of who you are. If you are very ignorant of who you are, You would die ordinary. How can what kill? Oh, God. Help us, Lord. Yeah. I think in 2 Corinthians or 1 Corinthians, Paul was teaching and Paul said that we are not of the first Adam again. We are now of the second Adam. We Adam. (laughs) We are now of the second Adam. Yes, we are now of the second Adam. We belong to a certain clan. It's the clan of the spirit. You are not that Kofi Wushu that you used to know. You are not Yausa Kodio. You are not Davido. You are not Kwajo. You are a spirit being a god. Imagine like a god acting like this. Imagine a god crying over a man, broken heart, a god. Imagine God crying because of broken hearts. Really? Imagine God very stranded in life. Imagine God very frustrated. Ah, Lord. how the religiosity kill this spirituality in us hey okay it says first corinthians 15 it says for it is written the first man adam was became a living being the last adam a life giving spirit have you seen it now He said the spiritual did not come first but the natural, and after that, the spiritual. The first man was of the dust of the earth, and the second man is from heaven. Did you see that? The first man is of the dust of the flesh, the second man is called is in heaven. Oh, Jesus! So now, if you are of the second man, call Christ the Adam. Who are you? Number one, you are a life giving spirit. Ah, huh? ramana <laughs> Wow. Is said, the first man was out of the d- the out it was from the earth made of dust, earthly minded the second man is the Lord from out of the heaven he said now those who are made of the dust are like him who was first made of the dust, earthly minded and as in the man from the heaven so also are those who are of the heavenly heavenly minded, did you see that? did, did you see that? And just as we are born the image of the earthly man, so shall we bear the image of the heavenly man. Ow, 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 ow. Ow. You didn't hear what I just said. And this is, can you hear me? you get what I'm trying to teach now Attack. I wish I wish I wish uh... so number one you are not of this earth anymore this is the reason why Christ came to die you have moved from this earthly realm called Cona James. You have moved from this mortal realm called disappointment. You have moved from that and you have entered into a life-giving spirit. this life-giving spirit is that there is nothing which it can die. it means your relationship cannot die. your marriage cannot die your children cannot die your business cannot die it ah, it is, it is a mindset. If this wisdom is not being taught by God's word unto you, you keep living mortal and hungry. You keep living mortal and suffering. You keep living mortal and things are delaying until you switch even from this mortal realm, even to the heavenly realm dimension and you begin to live like a god. That is where you can restore everything that is supposed to be. I prophesy that in the name of Jesus, a people whatever is yours that the devil has taken and has captured from your life after now by the power of revelation we get to the devil and we take back what belong to us we go back to the devil we take back what belong to us we take our marriages we take our travelers, we take our jaws, we take the fulfillment of prophecies concerning our life in the mighty name of Jesus, Almighty oh, God, Almighty oh, God Are you blessed? Are you blessed? Yes. And this is the reason why. Paul so understood revelation unto a point that people thought Paul was a god. Paul got so much knowledge that even God had to how to humble Paul by bringing an affliction on him. Paul said, because of the many revelations and the many knowledge I have now. He said, Satan has sent a messenger of the devil to buffet me. To trouble me because of the many wisdom and the many knowledge, the revelations I have now. Because of that. He said, because of this. He said, I sought the Lord thrice concerning this. And God told me that my grace... I saw the Lord thrice concerning this matter and God told me my grace is being made perfect in your weakness. One of the things that the devil hates in the believer's life is called light. The light means knowledge. The devil hates knowledge as never before. I'm telling you the truth. The devil hates knowledge as never before. Knowledge. So always he wants Christians to live in bondage. From that day, I realized this scripture. Can I tell you? It has been a long time I fell sick. A very long, long time. Because my identity has changed. My identity have changed, long time. My, I don't know, That's the. I'm. I'm not bragging. No. I'm not bragging. It is. It is out of revelation like this, that I came to believe and accept it, and I started walking in it. And things about my life. What, no, the mosquito bit somebody and the person get malaria. No, 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 no. Me. No, it can happen to you because you've decided to live in a mortal realm. It is fine. But not me. Why? Because I've gotten a revelation. And this revelation has given me wisdom. And that wisdom is what I work in it. I prophesy from today. May the revelation of God's word be lifted and be given to you. You walk in scripture and you walk in the revelation of God's word. Anything God has spoken concerning your life, that it is yours, you have it, you are supposed to walk in it, you shall fulfill destiny before you leave it. Now you are a man that is an agent of God. Hear me, sir, ma. You are an agent of God on this earth. You are an agent of God in your office. You are an agent of God in your home. You are an agent of God in that marriage. You are an agent of God in that relationship. Dispense God in that arena. Dispense God in that place. Stop living carnally. Stop living carnally and dispense God. Am I talking to you now? Stop living carnally and dispense God. Let God be seen through you. Wake God for the nations. I work God for the nations. Wake God for the nations. Let people meet you. Your friend is calling you to tell you I am feeling headache. Tell the person that, okay, oh, let me pray for you. I I can take this sickness out. He said, hey, when did you know that he said, no, no, I'm taking this sickness out. He said, like seriously. He said, yes. I said, in the name of Jesus, you foul devil. I have dominion over you. Come out from my friend's mind. In Jesus' mighty name. My dear, check yourself and see. He said, yay, the pain. The pain has reduced. so. He said, yes, it will go right now. Come out like that. If you don't know who you are, an You know, the devil is still telling your mind that this one is lying to you. You cannot do that. You cannot do that. That is how the devil is ministering to you right now. You cannot what You can't do it. You can't do it. can This is the reason why he has crippled us in a certain form of prison that we cannot rise. And this is—I'm telling you. Now, now, when you go to the hospital, do you ask? Does the doctor ask you? Do you believe before he he he, he gives you prescription for your sickness? And uh, was it what if the person does not believe you? when you you go to the hospital does the doctor ask you do you believe he just asks you of the sickness and gives you the prescription for it Am am I talking to you listen you don't know who you are you don't know who you are you don't know who you are <sighs> I'm telling you one thing that has killed this generation is called ignorance and the devil has you know it, he has held us bound in ignorance up to a point that we cannot even do anything and do it well because Do you know that as a child of God you are not supposed to walk in fear but the devil will let you believe that fear is good for you. I don't know whether you get it. Because every attack of the devil is quelled through fear. Every attack of the devil is is being channeled through fear. And that is why go to the hospital. 90% of the disease that kills people is not actually the disease. It's called the fear of the disease. Go and ask. 90%. I said 90% of the things that kill people is not actually the disease. It's the fear of the disease that kills them. Why? For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, sound mind, and power. So it means that if you're not having a sound mind, the devil has found its way in you. I don't know whether you get what I'm doing. to say. I... If you are living in fear, it means that the devil has found its way in you. For God has given us the spirit of love, of sound mind, and of power. If you are walking through hatred, it means that the devil has found its way in you. You need to command. He's an illegal tenant. Command him to live your life now. And he must respect your voice. That a time is coming that somebody will say, Papa, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling headache. And somebody will say, Papa, this one, don't worry. Let me handle it for you. This is not about men of God's style. So. Oh, this, this one, let me handle it for you, Papa. You said, lay your hands right now. In the name of Jesus, you foul devil. Of headache i command you come out from here in the name of jesus may you be relieved from every pain you are free in jesus mighty name amen may the lord bless you somebody said i should post this message Initial, I think somebody told that I should post this message.
1: Okay. Don't worry. I
2: know. Go. Yes, I'll, I'll post it. it maybe uh, I'll start with our I'll, I'll, I'll start um, your true identity the mystery of your true identity that is how I'll start it with is that clear the mystery of your true identity that is how I'll start part one and I know the part two will come in the afternoon as well so let, let's all prepare and meet me exactly 2 p.m. this afternoon. 2 p.m. this afternoon. 2 p.m. this afternoon. Let's all try and come around and have a very nice time in the presence of God. Hallelujah. God bless you. The number is 054-390-7215. 54 Seven two one five. Maybe you are here. You are saying, "Man of God, I want to give an offering to support the work you are doing, to support with the pot bin, to support with bundles, to support with all those things you are doing, even for the kingdom. With any seed of your heart, you can release the seed, even on that on that number zero five four three nine zero seven two one five. If you release your seed as well." You can send me a WhatsApp message, and I will pray for you as well. The Lord bless you even as you become obedient by doing that. The Lord honor you, and the Lord increase you all. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. You know, one day, my time is up. I would have talked about this thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, don't worry. Uh, God willing, this afternoon we are coming exactly to... 2 p.m. GMT. 2 p.m. GMT this afternoon. Let's let let's not miss it. So that we can now digest more and pray more and see what God will do. Am I talking to you? I'm trying to prove to you that by the end of this, you know, meetings, this week, that sickness on your that your child, you will cast it out by yourself. That delay over your life, you you, 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 you you command it never to come to you again. I'm telling you. Just, just, just follow me this week. Even as I deal, deal with your true identity and we begin to bring it up, you'll be shocked who you are. You ask yourself, sir, all these things, uh, do, I, um, do I have all these things and I don't know? Yes, you have it all. You'll be shocked. May the Lord bless you. (laughs) And may the Lord favor you all. In Jesus name. We shall meet exactly 2 p.m. When you release any offering, you will let me on WhatsApp and I'll pray for you. God bless you. I love you. See you. Shalom. Bye-bye.